start welcome like back now. to another episode of songwriting saves the world season three babies welcome back <laughs> <laughs> today we have a lovely interview a lovely special <laughs> wholesome wholesome uh, was it amazing <laughs> i think it was we have an interview with jasmine flowers today she's incredibly talented so incredibly talented. cool so kind too yeah truly i remember doing this interview um it was 8 a.m our time and i was mad tired i was like yeah how am i gonna get through the day like i'm up i have to do an interview i have to chat and it's so early but then it ended up being the best day ever because chatting with jasmine was such a nice way to wake up yeah she definitely turns it around for me because i was like "Ooh, 8 a.m is hard and yeah all right, this day, you know what? It's I know, this day is pretty good. I was vibing immediately. <laughs> Same. So vibing, shout out to Jasmine. Yeah, vibing to Jasmine's music, vibing to Jasmine's thoughts. Energy. But <laughs> we had to share energy <laughs> in the interview. But before we jump into it, as always, you, to do. you literally know the drill, <laughs> girly pops. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, at the world. Same thing on TikTok. Same thing anywhere that we are. And you can also support us on Patreon if you yeah. really love us. Even if you don't really love us, you can still do it. You can. It's $4 a month. You get exclusive content and the prettiest pink stickers that are SSW stickers. Yeah. And they're just really nice. You can put them on your water bottle, on your laptop, mm-hmm. on your face, wherever you want. On your face. <laughs> Good joke. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on where you're listening, if you're listening on Spotify, I know you can like episodes, you can download episodes. If you're listening on Apple Music, you can rate and review. That's really cool. Love reading that. But mm-hmm. anywhere, yeah, any type of thing you can do on anywhere that you're listening, it's helpful yep. to us. And forehead kiss. If you do <laughs> that. <laughs> But without dragging this on any longer, we will jump into the interview with Jasmine Flowers. Three, two, one, jump. Jasmine Flowers is a singer-songwriter from Brixton. She makes the sickest all R&B music, sharing qualities with Kehlani and Banks. And she recently put out her first single, Awkward, which was met with much love and we're super excited to have you on the show so thank you for being thank here thank you thank you guys for having me we have a little icebreaker question let's go and we mm-hmm. wanted to know what was your first concert and what's the best concert that you've been to Ooh, my my first concert was jesse J when i was i think 11 no way um, it was awesome i was like i'd never been i'd like i'd been to tiny like random concert shows thing that were like on at festivals and stuff but i'd never been like in a venue and it was i was mad i was like what the hell yeah 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 um her vocals and everything i was yeah in shock and then but my best concert oh that's so tough can i choose two yeah can i choose two and like have two if you have to choose no rules it's got to be between (laughs) i saw banks live you just said I saw Banks and that was incredible. Okay. Like, oh my god, the choreography. I <sighs> Banks. Right. <laughs> uh but then I also saw Childish Gambino and that was really sick. Mm. Oh sick. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, those are great. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so was Banks like was there a lot of dancing? Was there like a whole production, you mean? Yeah, but it was like, like choreography. It wasn't your typical live choreography. It was very uh-huh. um contemporary alternative style choreography mm-hmm. cool. i think she's quite like i think she does quite a lot of it herself so oh sick dope. very talented 
I know. Question right? When you perform, do you dance? Do you do choreography? I have never done a full set of my own songs. So when Listen, I do. <laughs> so there's room for this in the future. When I do, I think I will. I, I've done like super small things, but that's like right. intimate, yeah. sat down, chilling. Uh-huh. So I, yes, when I do big stuff, I definitely want to be doing choreo. choreo. Oh my God. Can't wait to see That's it. That's so exciting. <laughs> I'm so excited. I feel like dancing and singing is so difficult, but when other people do it, I'm like, amazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's really hard. The breath control is crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm ready for that, to be honest, actually. You just jumping to, rope and singing? Yeah. No, like yeah. Miley Cyrus and whatever that TikTok was that was going yes. around. She was on a treadmill, like screaming her lungs out. Yes. Oh. I skipped. You gotta start doing that. So I think I might be able to do it. <laughs> When I skip, I try no and sing way. too. So that's my practice. But I'm like manifesting <laughs> it happening. I'm going to have a huge show and I'm going to be dancing. <laughs> <laughs> we believe it. Okay. Would you start with giving us like a background of your journey through music? Like how'd you get into it? And then how'd you get to where you're at now? So I started out kind of just being a listener of music and very passively singing along. My parents are huge mm-hmm. music fans. My dad is just a, a consumer of music. He can't do shit. But my mom <laughs> is a singer. <laughs> um, uh, am I okay to swear? Yeah, yeah you can say whatever um, you want. My uh, my mom my mom makes music, so I grew up listening to her making it, and I would always sing along to her stuff. Um, and then I, I actually started singing in musical theater. I I was doing oh, cool. like, a, like a theater group, and we would do musicals and. So I was like performing, doing that, and then I kind of got into just doing not musical songs and, and performing mm-hmm. and doing covers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then literally over just the last few years, I got I kind of got into writing and producing, and, and I've always played instruments, so I, I kind of put it all together and started writing and creating stuff. Right. Were you in any good musicals? Like, what musicals were you in when you did that? Not really. I, the only, like, <laughs> the, like, the biggest one I was in... I. <laughs> <laughs> there was um there's a musical called south pacific and i was in it in like they I, I live in oxfordshire and they they came to the theater in oxford so i i was in it then but oh, other than sick. that it was just small stuff so cool <laughs> i was like if i only know i don't know that many musicals i was like have you been in the sound of music what like <laughs> so i was just hoping that it's like one <laughs> like, of the three that she knows so cool one of the like two you know. yeah that's so funny so you signed to island records at 18 years old which is amazing thank you so how did you find your sound and your musical perspective in the midst of all the exterior influences that being signed comes with Mm -hmm. it's like i'm still working on that it's like super hard it um it's kind of you want to be inspired by everything you hear and and like be Mm -hmm. current and and like make stuff that people can relate to because it's what what is in the world at the mm-hmm. moment but it's like you also want right. to do your own thing um i i think just going through periods of being super isolated and immersed in my own stuff and then taking breaks yeah. to just listen to what's out listen to random stuff um and kind of try and stay as as like knowledge about what's going on as possible but then also just mm-hmm. like let myself do whatever the fuck um Right. And yeah. That makes sense. Right. Do yeah. you listen to music while you're writing? Like not in the moment of writing, but kind of like around times when you're writing a lot or do you not? Um, I I t- like the main time I listen to music is when I'm driving. So 
Yes. Yeah. True. I always listen to it. Because <laughs> it's like, I, I'll get so, if I'm just ma- making stuff by myself, I get so uninspired. Like, I just get bored. Yeah. Like, I need to hear something that, that sparks something in me. I'm like, yes, that's sick. I want to make something sick too. Yeah. Right. No, I totally feel the same way. And it's funny because a lot of people have said, even on the show, like, that well, they are, are in times of intense writing or creation that they don't listen to stuff. Really? And I just like I can never I I can never believe it because I'm like I don't I don't really know what I would do if I wasn't listening. To yeah, stuff. I don't know what I'd do with my time that way. Yeah, I would. Yeah. cope. That's the most annoying thing about doing music. You can't fucking listen to music while you make music. Oh yeah. Like all through school oh, yeah. and work and stuff, I would listen to music while I was doing stuff, and now I can't because I've got to make music. But it's alright. Right. Right. No. Yeah. And I have to listen to stuff because I feel like a lot of the time if I'm not in a session it's hilarious sometimes I get I I just get song ideas because I'm listening to Spotify and then I see a title that I'm like oh I kind of want that like I kind of <laughs> want to take that yeah. like and then before I listen to the songs I don't want to like accidentally steal something you know, that's happened before but we don't want to like repeat the past that does um <laughs> i just pause it and i'm like wait 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 let me do my own version of that title right now <laughs> i feel like i just i i take titles because i'm like if it inspired someone it can inspire me okay clearly yeah. those words whatever magic they have in them have already worked so, <laughs> so true. let's try it again <laughs> I think that too, like co-writing helps with the being inspired thing. Cause sometimes I feel mm. like I'd be like, oh, I'm so uninspired. Like I have no ideas. And then you get into a session and someone says something and you're like, oh my gosh, I can write again. Like you fixed me. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yes. Speaking of co-writing, you wrote Awkward in Norway with some collaborators, right? I did. Yeah. So what do you look for in collaborators and do you usually write with like a lot of different people or do you have a core group of writers and producers that you work with I usually I I, well I've worked with writers a bit but I tend to write with just me and then a producer who will often like put a bit Mm -hmm. of input in um that that track we had it was Ashel who produced it and also like he's just a insane genius so he had a Mm -hmm. lot of input on everything and then also this dude called Simon Hope and he was writing and producing as well um and I guess when like I'm still working out how I write and so it's nice to Mm -hmm. be in sessions with writers to see like other methods of of creating something but I also like having sessions where I can just kind of find stuff out for myself and kind of get my vibe in writing so that Mm -hmm. when I do work with writers I can be like this is what I like to do yeah no for sure it's kind of crazy how much the process differs depending on where you're at and who you're working with yes like I feel even though I'm like I could have a session every day where I'm like okay I'm writing every day but it just it doesn't feel like I'm doing the same thing every day yeah it always feels radically different and like one day I could be working with someone who I'm like not not vibing we're not vibing and it seems like so (laughs) (laughs) it's so difficult and I'm like oh my god do I actually suck at this and then the next day it's with someone who is like a songwriting soulmate and I'm like oh no this is the best thing ever all of a yes. sudden we took a 180 yeah, yeah. sharp and left also turn depends on your role in the session like if yeah. you're editing or you're like writing all the melodies or lyrics or whatever yeah it does yeah, yeah. It's, and it's like it's so good to be like to switch stuff up all the time because I, I feel like you said if you're in a session and and you just feel like this is not working we're not clicking it can be <laughs> so 
like it just makes you feel like crap and then you like yeah you know, the next day and you're like yes i can still write it's okay i'm not useless yeah you can just get the ick really quickly yeah. in sessions. <laughs> <laughs> you're like i'm on top of the world <laughs> i'm so bad at this like i'm so <laughs> like, bad. i want to cry yes. all of a sudden things have took a turn so this season of the podcast is focused on queer artists who Woo! were your queer icons growing up ah oh. Great question. Um, it's Pride Month, guys. We're not slacking on this show. <laughs> on it. Um, growing up, I don't even know. Scissor Sisters, I guess. They, they I haven't heard of them. Oh, my God. Me neither. I, th- I, <laughs> I, th- I think they're queer. I don't know. But I listened to a lot of them growing up. Um, and uh, But I, 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 I like never was a fan of anything until I was kind of mm-hmm. like older. I had a huge Michael Jackson moment, and then after okay. that, I would listen to stuff and love music, but I would never be like, oh, I love this person so much, I want to see them. Right. And then when I was seven, 16, I think, 16, 17, I found Kehlani, and <gasps> yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, like, just her and her openness, like, as a, regardless of music, just, like, as a person, was, mm-hmm. was for me, like, hugely inspiring, just for like life um yeah so i'm gonna go with keilani as my like strong queer icon oh absolutely keilani entering anyone's life is just it changes things it really does (laughs) so true life is so much better now (laughs) yeah yeah it's absolutely better now (laughs) it's hilarious for the show um like for this season we're like okay we want this season to be about kind of queer musicians and sometimes we will listen to someone like you didn't know if like the artist you mentioned earlier was queer and we're like, how do you find out? Like, how do you ask someone? this? <laughs> and so the strategy has been to look at who people follow and if they follow Shannon Beveridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was and a then moment. Oh, God. That's how you know. <laughs> And trust me, it works. A lot of the time, it really works. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I really, really, really... That whole breakup really shattered me. Oh, stop. Oh, Don't stop. Don't get Sasha Same. started. Don't, <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Oh, no, you mean like Shannon and Cammy? Yeah, I mean Shannon and Cammy, not the... Yeah. I feel weird, like talking about it because i always like i'm like i don't know what is public domain as far as people's relationships and what is things <laughs> shouldn't say who even knows but they put it out there oh i cried absolutely cried yeah yeah it was a tough it was a tough still time to this day I still <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't like i avoid that video because i don't want to like ruin my day yeah. i don't want to ruin my life and watch it it's so upsetting like i i um now i really love fletcher you know the artist fletcher yeah but she and shannon used to date yes and i would like i had a massive grudge for a while i was like excuse me that's the wrong blonde woman (laughs) (laughs) you're so invested in these things oh yeah it was when you said before that growing up you were never like a fan of something i was like Honestly, Jasmine, I've never related to anything. Like that. <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> I 
I was like, I love things, but I, I was, I don't know why I would like, maybe it was just embarrassment. Like I was too embarrassed to be like, I'm obsessed with this human. Um, right. I wish I had a little more of that. Yeah, same. No, no, just be passionate about stuff. It's fine. That I think you're way more normal in that in that sense. Yeah, there was like a lot happening growing up for me. There was a lot going on. A lot of emotions regarding celebrities. <laughs> we did this thing on the show. Back to songwriting. If I can ever shut up about Shannon Beveridge, <laughs> um, where we ask about songwriters toolboxes um basically like things that you've learned through sessions or through writing alone that you use when you're writing like whether it's how to make a good session and get along with your co-writer or like the tip of like I always put on a voice memo in a session in case I forget something I want to go back or just little things like that or it could be bigger creative advice kind of a couple things that you've learned um one thing I've learned which I've kind of only realized since lockdown. I've been doing a lot of Zoom sessions and they're mm-hmm. like a lot shorter than regular sessions because people just get tired on, on like screen. Yeah, um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I realized how crucial to like the creative process just chatting at the start of a session is. Um, mm. Like I'll be in person and we'll like maybe get a drink and, and talk for a bit, like almost like an hour sometimes and then we'll get into making stuff. And in that hour, mm-hmm. you like tiny things you'll pick up on or you'll be like, yeah, but we both love this song or I don't know, like like tiny, like nuanced things that you never pick up on <coughs> or have the chance to yeah. do on Zoom. That's a huge thing. Just kind of like, I don't know, like chatting, meeting people. Because a lot of time you're like in, this, in the room for the first time with the person and it's kind of mad mm-hmm. to go straight into making a little art baby and then you've <laughs> not even like said, hi, how are you? Like... Yeah, we haven't even ever talked. Yeah, this is really intense. Which is which is crazy. Um, so that for sure is like a huge thing for me. I, I like, I, I feel like I make shit songs if I don't know like a bit about the person I'm making it with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also when I'm when I'm writing, I like to kind of I'm not I I like don't I kind of don't give a fuck about melodies, but a lot right. of people <laughs> do. So I'm like that's very like controversial, and everyone's like fuck sake, jazz like think about something other than lyrics but mm-hmm. as someone who's not like i don't start off with melodies usually i find it really helpful to just track a bunch down and then like okay. randomly cut them together so it's like it's technically my melodies. melodies yeah it's technically uh-huh. my melody but i would never have come up with it naturally in my mind um mm-hmm. so for someone who'd like right anyone who doesn't naturally think about or put too much time into melodies but you want to like switch up what naturally comes out of you uh-huh. just put down what naturally comes out of you like a few times and then just yeah. chop it up and it makes really cool stuff that's so interesting that's, yeah it's really cool that's a really good tip but i gotta say the melody thing surprises me because yeah. because of the melodies and awkward really me like anik and i have actually talked about it when we were listening before the interview like we both like separately made comments, but like, oh, I really like that melody. Oh, and so wow. I'm surprised that it hasn't been a focus for you. You're just like, oh, it's just easy. I just naturally <laughs> did that. I just no, <laughs> no. I just I just like lyrics. Just a way more fun to me. So if I guess if a, if a lyric mm. is cool, and it's a cool phrase, you can put it into a cool melody, and it will just naturally yeah. happen. I don't know. But thank you. Speaking of lyrics, like the lyrics in Awkward are so good like i always talk about how there's some things that you don't 
immediately think to write songs about because you're like, oh, maybe this isn't like cool or this isn't the best quality of me or like whatever, like things like that. I've had moments where I'm like, this is a really good song idea, but do I want to like say this? <laughs> but I feel like yeah. you <laughs> feel that <laughs> you were like to expose myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it could be with feelings where I'm like, oh, this is an interesting concept, but it's a moment where I was being bitter. Or I was being something that I'm not like necessarily proud of. Do I want to like push that to the world? Not that awkward is about that. It's not about that at all, but like, it's just so like personal. I'd kind of love to hear about your lyrical process. Like, do you have like a notebook where you keep ideas constantly or do you, when you go sit down to write, you just like rummage through your memories. Like, I'm going to find something now. Lord, no, my memory is awful. Um, <laughs> I have a note on my phone that I just chuck everything onto. Um, and then mm -hmm. also like a folder of voice memos of random ideas. And right. I will, yeah, just, just random, like, like, for example, like you said, if you like, you pull up another song and you like a title, like a word from a title. Right. I just chuck stuff down on there. And then every time I have a session when I'm writing and I think of ideas that don't make it to the song, I put that in the list too to use for another time. Mm -hmm. And I just pull that up. Um, but yeah, dude, the best, like, I think the best songs are the ones that are like, ooh, I shouldn't write about this. It's too, yeah, it's like my dark yeah. side. There's a, because when you're listening to them, you're like, ooh, T. Yeah. yeah. I feel like people resonate with those more because they're like, oh, all the things I wish I could say. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. I was going, this reminds me of I was in a session a couple weeks now, a couple weeks ago and I was going through like what you said, the notes on my phone with a bunch of titles. And as I read them out loud, I realized, damn, this is just a list of things that are wrong with me. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, this is not even ideas. This is, like, a therapy session. This is just, like, a list of my worst qualities just out here on the page. <laughs> You're, like, roasting yourself in a session. <laughs> I know. That's it was amazing. so funny. Oh, my God. Well, our last question for you is a song breakdown, which is essentially on the podcast, we do these song breakdowns from the inspiration that you had to write a song to what the writing process was like and how you feel now that it's out. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to know if you would do a song breakdown for Awkward. For sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm awkward as hell. I feel. Everyone really? now is saying Doesn't, I'm not. You don't come across. You don't come, yeah, across, you don't come across as awkward as well. All, I've at only all. learned this since I put the song out. Because every <laughs> single interaction I have to me is like the most painful thing internally. But turns out I, really? I play it off okay. Um. Mm -hmm. but are you having a painful time right now i'm i'm no i'm like i'm okay i'm just i'm just like fuck don't say the wrong thing like just be be normal oh, oh, say no. the wrong, we say the wrong thing all the oh, time oh no every day every just second. say whatever you want Fair enough. yeah true <laughs> um, uh but yeah I actually the plan was not to write a song I, I mean i didn't have a plan i had the lyric tell me something new but i already forgot i had that lyric Fire. and then also um I don't chat shit about shit I don't know no shit about written down. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, that sounds cool. Pulled that up um, in the session. And Ashel, they all out there have profit synths, which is like the sexiest synth ever. And he was like <laughs> playing some stuff on and he played that melody. Dun, 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 um, And we, oh, I, was just, I was just vibing over it. And I was like, what the hell mm -hmm. does I don't chat shit about shit I don't know no shit about mean? <laughs> and everyone's like, what does that mean? Uh, and it's like some people when they're 
super anxious or or insecure about something, they like fully overcompensate and and act like so tough and they're like yeah. I'm everything. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel like I don't do that. I think I just kind of sit in my awkwardness and and just mm-hmm. I don't know. Clearly, no one else thinks <laughs> I'm awkward, but I just I just I try not to lie or I don't know big myself up when I really don't think that's the truth. Uh-huh. So I guess I kind of built it around that line. And uh, yeah, we were just like, what are as many awkward situations as possible that we can fit into this song? Um, uh-huh. And it came very naturally. Ashel is worse than me with awkwardness. He is, is hilarious. So it was actually <laughs> kind of nice. It was like, when when there's two awkward people, when there's two people, it's like either going to be silent because you're both that bad Right. Or you just kind of kind of cancels each other out, and you just end up like Both having just neutral. fun. So um, yeah, yeah, the song came supernaturally, um, and then now it's out. It's like f- f- everyone's like, "You're not awkward." I'm like, f- <laughs> I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like your brand is just off. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> You're like fighting to prove it. You're like, "No, I'm telling you, I, I am." I'm no, swear. No. I am awkward. Spend a day in my brain, you would feel how. Right, <laughs> and yeah, putting it out yeah. was like I mean, it was the f- regardless of just this what the song's about. It was my first single to put out, so I was just mm-hmm. like mad excited for people to hear what I've been doing for the last couple of years. Yeah. And um that's amazing. Yeah, it was nice to get like feedback. I'd never, you know, like I'd only got feedback from people in the industry, people I'd worked with. So mm-hmm. it was nice to just hear mm-hmm. random people's thoughts. It's like yeah. good inspiration to to like keep writing. It's very different to hear random people's thoughts than versus like people that make music. Because I play yes, things yeah. for Anique. Anique and I are both writers, and like she gives me whatever the thoughts that like a writer would give, and then I play it for my cousin, and she's like, "I mean, like it was fine. Like, <laughs> oh my God. like sounds good. She's like, I like it. I like the beat. <laughs> yeah, the beat. I like the beat. That's the go-to." <laughs> I like the beat. I'm like, okay. You're like, anything else? Could you dig a little deeper? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, so funny. I get that. I did, um, I send, usually when I'm about to release anything, I'll send the mix to Sasha and our friend Rachel for notes. And I'd sent it to my other group chat of my friends who aren't musicians just to like ask them what they thought. Right. And the first thing that they said before listening to it was, don't you think Rachel and Sasha are more qualified to answer this than we are? <laughs> and I'm like, just tell me if you like the song. Like, that's all I'm asking. <laughs> uh, oh. gotta, yeah, you've got to do that, though. Like, I mean, sure, yeah. there's going to be musicians here in your song, but a majority of people probably don't know a thing about music or songwriting or anything. Yeah. Exactly, which is hard because you have to do it. You have to get their opinions. Because yeah. it actually matters more. Like, what's mm-hmm. the average person going to think about it? Yeah. Speaking of something awkward... When I asked you the question about, not not something awkward that you did, something awkward that I did. When I asked you the question about, like, who do you work with? Um, I didn't say your, like, producer's name because I didn't know how to pronounce it. And usually I always <laughs> say them. But I was so like, this is Norwegian. I don't, like, feel qualified to say that. Yes. <laughs> it's so, oh, my God. That's fine. Don't feel awkward about it. I was probably pronouncing it wrong for, like, a year. Um, right. <laughs> it's like they all have like so it's Ashel A S K J E L maybe two L's okay. I'm not sure Ashel I think if you're I actually it Norwegian it's like Ashel 
Um, Interesting. But all the guys I know out there, they have like obviously their name, and but they pronounce it English for English people. I'm like, teach me how to say it properly. Right. Like, don't baby me, guys. Come on. Yeah, but also actually like, do it. It's your name. You want people to call you the right thing. Right. Yeah. But it is actually. That's actual. so interesting. Anik is going to Norway next year. Fun fact. I don't know yeah. if she would say it, so I'm I saying am. it for her. Ooh. So if you have any spots to recommend. Here. Whereabouts are you going? I'm going to Lillehammer. Nice. Lillehammer. I've never been there. I've only been to Bergen. Um, I have no idea how close or far they are. But it's just right now. Are you going to write to write there? Are you doing music or just holiday? Yeah, I'm going to Limpy, which is like a music school. You Mm -hmm. studying there? Yeah, for the year. Sick. I've worked with a couple people from there, and they are. Oh really? No way. They like speak so highly of it. Perfect. So excited. That is ah, congratulations. That's gonna be so fun. Yeah, I'm super excited. I've never. I live in Miami, so I'm kind of scared to freeze <laughs> but very excited yeah that's gonna be the biggest temperature shock oh mm. yeah like my parent, my mom grew up in england and my dad grew up in new york so both of them were like we're not doing the cold thing anymore so we live <laughs> in miami so here i am in like this warm climate my entire life and i was yes. like i'm just gonna uproot my life and move right. to norway oh it's an adventure it'll be great yeah it's it's yes. six hours away bergen to Lilyhammer. Oh, that's far. That's far. <laughs> I think you can get a train. But if you're if you're there and you have time, go to Bergen and just go to. Do you like seafood? I do. To get some seafood. I'm on my way. Fresh. Perfect. Seafood. And just I mean like just when I was it's so nice writing <coughs> out there because the, the your whole surroundings is just so fresh and just different and you'll be in such a different headspace. Yeah. Right. The, the stuff you never thought you could even think of. Yeah, I love that. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited for you. Do you Thank find you. that you write differently depending on like where you're at? Like, does that make a big impact? Yeah, I don't know why. It's not like a conscious thing though. Right. I don't know if you find that. It's it's just I have no clue why. When I first went out to uh, LA to write, mm-hmm. everyone was like, "Don't write an LA summer song" because that's what everyone does. They go out there and they're oh. like, "Let's make a driving down the highway yeah, yeah, and yeah. the sun tune." And so I was there and I was like, ah, it was like actually hard not to. Like, I want to write a summer song. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just comes out. <laughs> That's what no. the vibes are in LA. Yeah. You have yeah, to go exactly. with it. So that's hilarious. Maybe that's why writers always do like writing retreats in, in other like places. the mountains or like on a beach or something. Yes. I never yeah, thought of that. Maybe house. that is why. Huh. Yeah. That's where they so. are. Like every single time someone's like writing retreat and I go on, I mean, not that I'm there with Ryan Tedder, but he'll be like writing oh, routine and it's in like, <laughs> right. It's like on a remote island in like a beautiful villa or like up in the mountains in Montana or something where it's yeah. just isolated and you just work on music with your people and that's it. Yeah. Oh, uh, the dream. I could use a bit of that right yeah. now. <laughs> Same. <laughs> break. I know. Well, that's all the questions we have for you today. This was awesome. such a nice convo. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank yeah. you guys so much for having me. Appreciate it. This was super fun. Thank you guys for listening to that interview. Thank you. We hope you liked it. Yes. We had such a great time chatting with Jasmine and following her story and to where she is now. Yeah. And as always, um, Jasmine's 
Insta and stuff will be linked in our description and you can listen jaz- to Jasmine's music um, on Spotify or iTunes or whatever. It's Jasmine you Flowers. You should. Don't miss out. Honestly, after this interview, you should want to. So I love this interview. I had a lot of fun. Me too. Bye-bye. Check it out. Love you. Bye. I'm a rock star's girlfriend